Hello, EKN Nation, and welcome to This Week in Carding. We are recording episode number 52 on October 31st, 2022. It is Halloween. It's uh, the end of October that we finally have reached uh, that point in the 2022 season as we turn, get ready to set to turn the calendar over to November, one of the busiest months of the year. Uh, with major carding events happening in Las Vegas. And we have all of the major news that hit the ECAN homepage over the past essentially week and a half. Uh, it's perfect for listening on the way to work, coming home, ideal for your morning or afternoon commute, or while you're working on your cart at the shop or heading to the racetrack, make sure you download this week in carding. Thank you for listening on the EKN Radio Network. Thank you for downloading this episode. Again, available at all the major podcast outlets that you download your podcast to listen to. And again, this episode number 52 is presented by Mega Power. For over 20 years, Greg Bell has been building race winning power for kart racers. The name on this program, Mega Power. If you want to win shifter kart races, it's time to put Mega Power on your cart. Mega Power specializes in gearbox engines such as TMKZ, Rock Shifter, and IAMI Shifter. But with almost three decades of engine building experience, Bell develops winning motors for X30 and Mini Swift. And everything in between, increase your odds of winning in 2023 by calling Greg Bell today at 209-747-2613 to put Mega Power in your corner. So we uh, last episode, episode number 51 was October 20th, 2022. So basically about 11 days ago, uh, I got to chat with Rob Howden as he kind of took took this role as the uh, presenter of the show. And I filled your role, Nate Dean, as uh, as the partner on the episode. So w- welcome back to This Week in Carding. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Just uh, down in Texas for the U.S. Grand Prix, but yeah, listening, it was a good episode. But so yeah, quick, just give us a quick synopsis of your experience and trip to the USGP. It was good. It was obviously a record-breaking weekend there in terms of Formula One. A lot of people there, a lot of excitement within motorsport in the U.S. at the moment, and yeah, just a nice weekend away with some family, and really enjoyed it. I mean, is it just people there to get social media? Uh, photos and and post them or is is it really race fans i would say the people who are out in ga and in the grandstands are the race fans those who are in mainly those in the paddock club are probably the ones (laughs) looking for the photos but it was a very it was a very knowledgeable crowd i'll say that yeah because it's been uh what since formula one was at the indianapolis motor speedway that i've been to a formula one race so it's a little different i would say going to ims compared to Coda uh, in terms of not only, but just generational and other experiences that have changed uh, over that time. So it's quite unique. Got to get to another F1 race. That that, that was certainly a highlight of my life uh, being at uh, IMS for, for Formula One. That was quite an event. Um, did you get to go on the rental carts? They didn't. They had that for parking since. Okay, so that place was closed. Yeah, they've had so many new people there. I think it was like two hundred thousand more spectators since twenty eighteen. I just look at the income that you can bring in by having those running, but uh, it could be a headache as well too. So (laughs) I can understand that. Um, So let's get into uh, one of the biggest news items that hit over the past eleven days, and that is the United States Pro Kart Series has confirmed updates for the twenty twenty three season. One of the 
out of the four major points uh, in this uh, release that we received from them, it is going to a one final weekend format and three heat races going right into the main event. Going to put qualifying back on Friday. Assume three heat races are going to be held on Saturday. That sets up for a warm up. Any LCQs that need to be run Sunday morning and then right into the main event. So uh, a, a revised weekend format uh, going into what will be now a five weekend schedule for the 11th season of the United States Pro Kart Series. Nate, is it a yay or a nay on, on your thoughts just looking at the format change? I mean, USPKS has really been pushing out the narrative of 2023 will be their biggest season yet. They're adding a new another uh, weekend to the calendars, obviously some big shakeups. I think it's for the better. I think we talked a lot about moving to that one winner per class a weekend format when we were at Newcastle. So it's nice to see that change being made. Three heat races into a main event should be more than enough racing for everyone. And I think qualifying on Friday is always something I've preferred. Yeah, essentially, you know, with because it was such a challenge with two finals on the weekend, it was hard to do that qualifying on Friday because they had to swap tires. It was just kind of a little bit chaotic. So they moved it back to day of each round. So one round Saturday, one round Sunday. So like, like you said, really they can get qualifying done now with, we'll get into what will be now eight classes. You're looking at probably an hour and a half. So essentially what your happy hour was Friday at the end of the day is now going to be qualifying. And again, you move right into heat races and then you have your main events on Sunday. So it helps streamline at least the schedule. And we're not there Saturday at 7 p.m. trying to do podiums and we can we can finally get some podiums done by the time, you know, I'm going to say, you know, probably 3 p.m. It could be a possibility by the time they wrap up the main events on Sunday. So it helps get people out of the race weekend. We're not there Sunday night till seven at, at night trying to do podiums as well, too. So I, I like that. Again, they're going to get plenty of practice Thursday and Friday get the qualifying done, sets the stage for Saturday and Sunday. And I, I really like this format. Again, it just, because of the numbers are so massive, we're going to have at least two to three categories that are probably going to have LCQs. I just, I just, it feels better to, to, and again, it puts us, puts it back onto almost the world stage. This is how racing all over the world is done. There's, I think the United States is the only place where you have two finals per weekend for a racing event. It's, it's very difficult uh, doing that. The, the major next major line of that is the United States pro cart series has confirmed adding a senior shifter category to the program. So now they have expanded not only five race weekends, but now to eight classes uh, on the weekend. That's uh, it's interesting. I, I really didn't think they were going to do this, Nate. And, uh, but they decided to pull the trigger. Yeah. And at least from, my perspective there wasn't a lot of like hintings or coming from adding a another class or that being a shifter class but i think it's good to see i think we've been talking about it a lot how shifter racing in the u.s is kind of making a comeback as of late where it kind of dips and comes back up every once in a while we're obviously on an up curve right now so i think uspks cashing in on that trend at the moment hopefully we'll see some good numbers from the senior shifter next year well i i wonder this because we are starting to see a number of younger drivers making the move from junior you know x30 
to shifter kart racing. So, and like you said, we're going to have record numbers at the super nationals. We haven't seen not record, but the largest in over a decade, if not 18 years, um, that we've seen a pro shifter field like we are going to see in Las Vegas for the super nationals. Um, but I just wonder, you know, is it because again, I didn't hear it from a lot of teams, you know, they really should add shifter. That's something I didn't hear over the last couple of years. I've heard it from a couple of people, but it hasn't been like that. Like you said, it hasn't been like this massive, um, movement of trying to add shifter to, to the cat, to this series. And so, yeah, I think, I think a little bit is capitalizing on the growth of shifter cart right now. Cause now that we're, it's again, kind of on the world stage of being the the KZ platform is uh, essentially the, uh, the route that everybody's going with shifter cart racing. So it will allow some of these teams to get a little bit bigger, you know, Rollison performance group, Trinity carding group, PSL carding, magic cart, a lot of these teams uh, have the ability now to add one, two, three, four shifter cart drivers. And then some teams that are focused on shifter cart racing only, like a hardened motorsports group or somebody uh, in that route, you know, have the ability now to, to not only bring shifter cart drivers, but also the single speed drivers as well, too. So it'll be interesting to see how that class unfolds. I think one of the biggest things, Nate, will be if they provide a, a cash purse. I think, do you think that's going to be one of the yays or nays in terms of people competing uh, in the shifter cart category at USPKS? I think it would definitely attract some. I, I don't know. I think with shifter cart racing and it just does on the national level, it doesn't seem like there's a ton of options. You have a handful, but I think just the fact that you do have another series to go run, uh, the KZ well, and will be like enough of an incentive to try and get these guys in. There's a purse at, at pro tour for, for pro shifter. There's not for say stars championship series, you know, one of the, the super regionals in the Midwest and, and the East coast. They, I don't believe they have a actual cash purse. Uh, I know they have a good prize package uh, set up for their series, but I'm not sure on actual cash purses. Um, so you know, rock up, they don't, I think they might have a little bit of cash, but I think it's more so the ticket, uh, to the, uh, to the road tech or the, uh, mm -hmm. rock up super final. So I, I that's kind of, I think that's going to be one of the, you know, because again, we're, we're, you know, they have the X30 senior or X30 pro and X30 junior also has a cash prize as well too. So it'll be interesting to see how they distribute that. If they do make it a, a cash category or not if they have a cash purse for that that specific class whether it be weekend cash purse or just a a one for a championship so we'll have to uh wait and see what uspks decides with that the uh third announcement regarding their updates for the 2023 season involves changing the x30 masters category over to ka100 masters class nate that's essentially dropping 25 cc's worth of power uh, but I think what it's going to do is allow some more regional drivers to compete at this level. Yeah, and I think definitely when you talk about more regional drivers wanting to come in and race it, I think especially with at least what I've seen from Route 66 and the growth that we're starting to see from that series in the KA Masters category, there is a demand for 
that KA master category, especially mm-hmm. on the national level. And I think yeah. it's, it's smart from USPKS to do that. I think, I obviously think we'll have more and more entries going into it, but I think it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Us old guys, we don't work out as much. So it does, you know, the X30 does kind of beat some drivers up. Um, I think it was kind of help level out the playing field a little bit more, even though X30 masters was pretty competitive throughout their last, what, three to four seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it'll help the numbers boost up a little bit more. Uh, bring, like you said, bringing the regional guys in. And I think it'll help level out the playing field a little bit because again, the, the KA racing is so tight um, and very competitive across the board, uh, across West coast to East coast. So I see this as a good positive. We'll, we'll see how the numbers uh, roll out when we head to the opener. That'll be in March down at Orlando cart center. And again, five weekends, on the season for 2023 the last weekend however will be a a revised format it'll be a championship finale at gopro motorplex they'll run thursday friday saturday and then sunday will uh, provide the opportunity to host a proper year-end award ceremony uh sunday in mooresville north carolina so um, so it'll kind of change things up for the finale a little bit for, for the competitors, but I like the idea of having Nate, uh, an official award ceremony that's the same weekend as, as the last week, as the last race. Yeah. And I think for a national level series, it's really with how far people travel and from drivers and families coming from all across the country, having that, if you do have that awards banquet, you pretty much are have to do it on a Sunday and USPKS realizing that. So smart from them. It should be nice to have a formal awards banquet that Sunday after. So that should be fun for all of those involved. Yeah. Again, they don't have a super national. So where they can host everybody at the end of the year at an event already and host the, the award ceremony there. So yeah, I lo- I, I'm, po- I'm very happy with this. This will be a unique and uh, exciting uh event to to be part of and again uh, i've revised weekend format so i think there will be some more news regarding the actual finale at gopro motorplex so we'll be uh we'll keep an eye out for that and we'll keep an eye out for for any more details that come out for the 2023 season for the united states pro kart series so with that that takes us to our first commercial break and we'll have more after these messages in karting it's important to be supported by the right people With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs at many of karting's biggest East Coast events, full product sales and service, and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full-service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private one-on-one coaching to take you to the next level. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group is an official Kart Republic race team, providing full trackside support at all the major USA karting events, including the Scusa Pro Tour, the United States Pro Kart Series, Scusa Super Nationals 25, and other events throughout the 2022 season. TKG has in stock Cart Republic, IAMI, MG Novinko tires, and more products for those in Ohio and the Midwest region. 
Trinity Karting Group has a long history of the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. Wins in the sport's biggest races and championships in national and regional series all over the country, they're all on Nitro Kart's growing resume. Nitro Kart continues to make its statement as the best, fastest, and winningest cadet chassis on the American market. In 2021, Kart won the three biggest crowns in America in the Microsoft division, with Matteo Rosu in the Scusa Pro Tour and both the Super Nationals and the USPKS titles with Keelan Harvick. At the Super Nats alone, three of the top five drivers on the podium got there on a Nitro Kart. The results are clear. If you want to win in Cadet, get a Nitro Kart and join our team. At Nitro Kart, we're all about driver development. Nick Tucker and the Nitro Crew's racing resumes are extensive, and their passion for helping our kids learn is unparalleled. Racing is about consistent learning, and that's what we're all about here at Nitro Kart. Never wanting to quit, we've continued to extend the reach of our driver development program. In addition to expanding into the junior and senior karting categories, we've also launched Nitro Motorsports, which will field two cars this season in the Trans Am by Pirelli Series, one being piloted by karting champion Brent Cruz. Not only can we develop your young driver, but we can also provide the platform if a move to cars is in your plan. And our second seat is available. If you're serious about your driver's career, contact us today. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history of motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level of track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is power tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of race day. Be sure to follow Briggs and Stratton Racing on Facebook and through at Race Briggs on Instagram. To learn more about the 206 engine or to find the North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs and Stratton Racing, what powers you? Welcome back to This Week in Carding, episode number 52, October 31st, 2022, as I am David Cole, joined by Nate Dean. Nate, what, uh, today's Halloween. Um, I am Mr. Bubbles, part of Lilo and Stitch. My daughter is Stitch, and so I'm Mr. Bubbles because I figured I had a suit. I could put some glasses on. It's a cheap costume. I went with a bald cap, but it didn't look very good, so I'll just keep my hair the way it is. Are you, uh, did you go to any Halloween parties this weekend? Did you get any did, dressed up for anything? Are you doing anything today funny or special for Halloween? No, no, no parties for me this weekend. Our friend groups kind of hung out, had a low key Sunday and that's how we spend our Halloweens. Okay. If you were to dress up anything specific that comes to mind right now. Oh, 
well, what were we going to do? TV characters, movie characters. My friends Brian and Nathan were entertaining the idea of going as Jeremy Richard and James from Top Gear. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah, we were thinking about that, but we didn't have anywhere to go with it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got nowhere to go, there's no reason to dress up, right? Yeah. All right. Um, So looking ahead to, uh, again, 2023, we have a lot of schedules that are coming out and including uh, just over the weekend as um, I was going to some Halloween stuff and actually went to uh, Detroit Lions football game. Uh, the Cup Carts North America decided to release their or officially release their 2023 schedule, including national events, North Division, South Division. And we already had the Canadian schedule uh, set and ready to go. So, Nate, um, a little different this year in terms of kind of how they structured things. Not everything's going to be um, standalone in terms of national. Only one event and the national program will be related to a divisional schedule. Kind of give us a rundown of the national schedule this year. So, yeah, national schedule starting off with winter now. That's going to be pretty very, very early on the year. The earliest you can pretty much get January 6th through the 8th. So that's going to kick off a lot of people's 2023 racing calendar. You have spring Nats back where it was last year at Charlotte. That'll be March 3rd through the 5th. And then obviously Grand Nats 7 at Newcastle Motorsports Park will be at the end of September, start of October from the 28th to the 1st. Yeah, I think it's a week later actually this year for the Winter Nationals because it was just what I think they started practice on either New Year's Eve or New Year's Day last year or in 2022 for the winter nationals. So just a week later, I think it didn't work out in terms of the way the weekend schedules work. Um, but, uh, the, the national event, uh, winter nationals will actually be the opening round of the South division program that you said on January 6th through the 8th, kind of give us a rundown real quick of the South, uh, division schedule. Yeah. So like you said, winter nationals will start off their schedule again, six to the eighth. Eighth uh, will be at finish line for February fifth through the third through the fifth for round two Monticello for March thirty first through April second and then have a fourth round that is to be determined. Yeah, that's going to be on May fifth through the seventh. So they did have a, a date specified for that round, but no location yet. So we'll we'll kind of keep you updated. Interesting, they're going to the last year they went to Nola Motorsports Park. Now this year they are going. Uh, finish line performance guarding in Mississippi. So right there on the Gulf Coast, right there on the beach, literally the racetrack's on the beach, bro. You cannot get any closer uh, to the beach and be at a racetrack at the same time. So it'll be a a really cool event for uh, the South Division to be part of. Uh, North Division, they don't kick off until April, obviously, because it's a little bit colder up here. Uh, But they're going to a new location for them. Uh, to open up the 2023 season, Nate. That's uh, the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati. Yeah, where a lot of a lot more national and regional series have been going there in 2022, and I expect to see that on a lot of calendars for 2023. Autobahn is next after that. That's May 19th through 21st. Head to a newly repaved and resurfaced Badger from June 16th to the 18th, and then finishing off their series at Whiteland Motorsports Park in Indiana. That'll be July 21st through the 23rd. So interesting note, I read on social media talking about the North Division 
three of the four facilities will have essentially new pavement. So you look at Whiteland, they're doing an expansion program right or project right now. Motorsports Country Club Cincinnati just completed that at the uh, about the midpoint of 2022. And then Badger Car Club, as you mentioned, they're they're research. They just finished resurfacing uh, the Millwright Raceway up there in Dousman, Wisconsin. And then Cart Circuit Autobahn. I mean, they, they a couple of years ago just finished uh, remodeling everything and re- revamping and extending their racetrack as well, too. So it's uh, the 2023 season for the North Division is all about new. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to throw a wrench in the works, I think. I mean, a couple years ago, I say a couple years ago it was longer than that when route and WK first went to road America after that new, uh, resurfacing and it made it incredibly slippery and all of your setup notes were thrown out the window. We could see that at some of these tracks. I don't think, I think most likely for that to happen would be badger. Cause that's the full resurface MCC C and Whiteland are just getting extensions, but who knows you have a lot of new variables for this north calendar in 2023 so it should be exciting to see what comes of it yeah it'll be it'll be an exciting year again 13 total races race weekends for cup carts north america in 2023 uh and it all wraps up with as you said the grand nationals at newcastle motorsports park grand national seven september 28th through october 1st that'll be an exciting and probably another record-breaking event uh, to close out the Briggs and Stratton 206 racing here in North America. Uh, moving down to the Southwest area of the country, the Southwest Regional Cup announces 2023 schedule. It's a, a kind of a rebirth of a program that was running years back. Uh, they closed out the 2022 season with a couple of races. I want to say they had three events uh, to close out the 2022 calendar down there. And now they're looking ahead to 2023. And they're going to have four races uh, on the calendar spread out through the the state of Texas and also including Oklahoma. If you want to give Nate a quick rundown of that schedule. So Speed Sports kicking things off. That's going to be at the start midpoint of April from the 14th to the 16th. Following that, Oklahoma Motorsports Complex. That's May 12th through the 14th. Round three, we go into Gulf Coast Carters. That's the 14th and the 16th of July and then a very long break until the final round going from July to October 27th through 29th at Dallas Carding Complex. Yeah, the Oklahoma Motorsports Complex, we have not talked about that facility in quite some time. It was home to one of the some of the major events on the North American calendar including Stars of Carding, the Rotax Grand Nationals, uh, back in, and before my day, it was the Scusa Pro Moto Tour and the Scusa World Finals. So a lot of races raced at that event. Now has become really a major hub of motocross racing with the Berry Hills building, uh, one of the top premier racetracks or, or motocross tracks there um, over the last couple of years. So um, I'm not sure on the condition of the facility, but it is one of the more toughest racetracks you will ever drive. That's one of the the things we always heard when we went to uh, Norman, Oklahoma for that. You had in Speed Sports, top-notch facility there. Gulf Coast Carters is one of the uh, legendary racetracks in in Houston. And then uh, Dallas Carding Complex, another facility that's doing a facelift and adding uh, essentially two separate racetracks that can be combined into one. So I think it will technically be one of the largest 
karting tracks uh, for sure in North America, but possibly the world uh, when they do finally complete that. They got phase one done, so they have a brand new racetrack already on in operation right now and they're revising the southern part of the facility to uh to update that and repave uh the new configuration there which will combine into the the phase one product and that'll be uh certainly an interesting uh karting co complex when it is completed nate yeah i'm looking at uh photos and designs for their plans on that and it it's extensive. The it is. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's it, it could be one of the longest karting tracks in the world um, in terms of when they complete it and combine it all together. And uh, I know a lot of drivers that are in the Texas area are using that facility right now to get ready for the major events that we'll be talking about um, uh, for the month of November. Uh, but quick, just a quick note before we go to the next break. Something to make sure we can kind of do a little podcast uh, breaking news announcement, because, again, this will come out tomorrow on the ECAN radio network and it'll be published on the ECAN ecartingnews.com as well. Save the date. Rotax U.S. Trophy Final for 2023, September 15th through the 17th at Newcastle Motorsports Park. So those drivers wishing to be part of the uh, uh, the U.S. Trophy Final and be pay, be able to win possible tickets to the Rotax Grand Finals uh, in 2023. Make that uh, note September 15th through the 17th at Newcastle Motorsports Park on your calendar right now. So excited to be part of that. Uh, EcardingNews.com will be back there providing live coverage uh, throughout that weekend and and excited again. Rotax Grand Finals is one of the most world premier events you'll ever be part of. And again, it's always great to represent your country at what is essentially the Olympics of karting. And just again, I love that Rotex Grand Finals and the, the U.S. Trophy Final this this past couple of weeks ago was an amazing race. Great weekend. Enjoyed every minute of it. And so, uh, again, save the date. Mark that down on your calendar for the 2023 season. That'll take us into our second commercial break. where We'll have a couple more news items to discuss uh, following these messages. Are you ready to go from carts to cars? Since 1975, the Skip Barber Racing School has taken great drivers and made them champions. Today, we're proud to welcome the next generation of winners. Make the transition from carts to cars with the Skip Barber Formula Race Series. You'll compete at the most iconic tracks in America. Race weekends include your very own equalized Formula 4 race car, a professional crew, expert instruction, video and data analysis, hospitality, and more. This is the place to fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. Sign up today by calling 866-932-1949 or visit us at skipbarber.com. Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Carding offers you all of that at an affordable price. Ignite Karting utilizes the spec Margay Ignite K3 with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the junior, senior, and master's classes compete on the same Ignite K3 chassis, which puts all the emphasis squarely on driver development. Additionally, Ignite Karting is accessible at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for the 2023 season include the Ignite Majors, which begins with the annual trip to the Daytona International Speedway 
as part of the WKA Daytona Kart Week as part of both the sprint and road racing events. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regionally based Ignite Challenge, which just finished up a record setting season in 2022. Local club programs have also been established in other states all across the country, from Idaho to Texas, Nebraska to New York, with more tracks and clubs joining the Ignite Karting program. Be part of fast fun and great memories with Margate Racing at an Ignite track near you. All information on Ignite events and Ignite Kart packages, including dealers in your area, are available at ignitekarting.com. Get off the couch and out onto the track in 2023. Ignite Karting, fuel your passion. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Welcome back to This Week in Karting, episode number 52, October 31st, 2022. I am David Cole, joined by Nate Dean as we discuss the latest news and topics surrounding the sport of karting. Uh, just recently, we talked about the world stage before that break. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit again as the Rock Cup Superfinal was held uh, at the South Garda Karting Complex in Lenato, Italy. Again, racers from all over the world converged uh, on the what is the mecca of karting, uh, the South Garda Karting Facility. And again, uh, Rock Cup Superfinal, very similar to the Rotax, very similar to the IME Warrior Final, where drivers, again, come from all over the world to be uh, to, to be able to be crowned the uh, their respective champions in that category. And Team USA did a phenomenal job this year, uh, earning two victories uh, at the uh, South Garda Cardiac Facility. We had Vivek Canthan in the mini rock category, and Renato Jader David, uh, winning in expert to take home two victories for Team USA on the weekend. Uh, pretty good performance by both of those, Nate. I'm um, not sure if you were able to watch any of the live coverage they had, but uh, Vivek has uh, been racing over in Europe. And Renato, this is his second win in the what I want to say the last four years. Yeah, I wasn't able to tune in as much as I would have hoped to for those races. But it's always great to see Team USA on the top representing the United States at the world on a world stage like this. And yeah, I, I was going to try and tie this into, I think there's, you know, for Vivek who, which should be a good boost for him and team us. I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, oh, it's okay. I, well, I yeah, Vivek, Vivek's, I, yeah, Vivek's been, uh, Vivek's been racing over in Europe, uh, all season long. He did, he did come and race a couple of races here in the U S but for the majority of the season, 
you know, he's been racing with, uh, in, in the European events. So he, he understands the, the, the racing nature over there. So I think he's really gravitated to it and, uh, certainly showing that with the results, he actually won the, the rock cup trophy event, uh, that was the weekend prior to this. So, so two wins in a row there for Vivek Canton and Renato Jodder David, we've already said he's among the top masters drivers in the world. And uh, excited to see him pick up that victory again. We'll see him probably at the Vegas events as well. But also great performances. Derek Wang was able to make it a 1-2 finish in that expert category as he finished second behind Renato Jadar David. So it's actually his personal best finish uh, at the Rock Cup Super Final. He'll be at the Rotax Grand Finals coming up here uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, Kai Johnson finishing P4 in mini along with Gage Cord finishing seventh. So we had three Team USA drivers in the top 10 for the mini rock category. So again, something about Americans going over and racing uh, in the mini category. We've had uh, Connor Zillage win. We've had Jensen Burnett win as well, too. So uh, good performances by North American drivers in that category. And then rounded out Hunter Piggott placing six in the shifter rock category. So uh, Gage Corn, Hunter Pickett, and Derek Wang all representing the Challenge of the Americas as they won their tickets to this event through the Challenge of the Americas program. So a great, uh, great showing by by those drivers from that from that championship program, and overall a great uh, performance by Team USA at the event. Uh, now we'll go into um, the F. FIA Karting is announced they will establish a digital monitoring scoring system. So this is something that's kind of perked my interest and kind of wanted to talk about it here. And Nate, hopefully you'll have a, a few kind of ideas and thoughts about this. But they're looking at adding a digital ranking that will aggregate results from eligible karting events around the globe. So I don't think this is a super license type type scenario, but I think it's kind of something similar to that to where they can kind of gauge uh, drivers performances across the world. Do you do you kind of agree with that, Nate? Yeah, I think from reading the statement, that's kind of where they were going with it, not to the length of what the super license system is for car racing. Because everybody loves a super license, right? No, yeah, because that's perfect and doesn't have any flaws whatsoever and it hasn't had any media attention. Um, I think. From what I read, I think it should be good and helpful. I think you have been talking about something like this in North America for quite some time. No, not me. (laughs) No, and I I don't know how much this system is going to creep into the North American karting scene and how much that will affect what we do over here. Because I know, at least in the world of sports car racing, where they have their driver ranking system that works pretty well over there over on our side of the pond it there's a lot of criticism for the way north american drivers are ranked and treated so we'll see how that moves into in the future well and and one of the things one of the notes i put is and they said it in a statement it's going to act as a safety tool for a driver driver's level of experience The FIA can ascertain if a driver has sufficient level of experience to move to the next level of competition. So kind of very similar to what we do here with, you know, say a 13 year old trying to race pro shifter. You know, they they took his body of work, reviewed it and said, yes, you are more than capable of being able to handle this. But it doesn't mean that every 13 year old can go race pro shifter. 
So I think that's kind of what they're looking at. So like you said, like I said, not, not anything to what the super license fiasco is, but I think it's kind of just so that way they have data. I think that's one of the things our sport is really lacking is, is the ability to have data regarding the drivers involved, our industry members and, and everything like that. So I think that's what their main concern is, is trying to be able to collect as much information as they possibly can, you know, and again, we don't know what data they're actually going to collect. If it's just results, if it's, you know, my idea is obviously to, you know, form a driver licensing program here and to monitor driver's penalties and, and, and how they, you know, the actual events they compete in. And again, because again, you start at the club level, if you've raced 10 times and you're more than ready to either do a regional event or, you know, even try maybe a possible national event. So I think that's kind of the line they're going. I, again, I don't think it's going to be a performance-based ranking system to work like, like we talked about with a super license, but I think it's more so it's, it's a tool for collecting data and understanding who's racing in the, in the sport. I think that's one of the biggest problems. Like you go to any major um, company and you ask them for sponsorship. Well, they want numbers. They want to see numbers. They want to understand how many, you know, competitors, how many families, all, all, I think all this leads to possibly that more so than it does performance-based ranking. Yeah. And I think if we do get something like that over here, that's just more from just like you said, collecting penalties, collecting like a sum of results just for other series to use to avoid like if X driver has done like two 206 races done not very well, gotten a few penalties. Hey, I'd like to come run pro shifter at Scusa. Like, no, obviously not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully that's what the FIA and FIA carding are doing with this system. And right. I think it has the possibility to become a very, very useful tool. We'll just see if the FIA makes it. Yeah, I think, I think so too. Well, again, it'll, again, we have to wait and see and kind of see how things unfold with it. And yeah, and again, it's not like they're going to go to Stockholm or they're going to go to, to Cal speed and grab, you know, club race results. They're not, that's not what they're going to be doing. They're going to yeah. be, they're going to kind of monitoring the national level of, of the sport at, in all across the globe. So, you know, here in the United States, it would be, you know, Supercarts USA it would probably be include the USPKS just because of the sheer ni- size and numbers that they're able to produce in terms of national level racing. So uh, I think those will be the two categories they kind of kind of review uh, for this new program, this digital monitoring scoring system. So we'll see. Uh, that takes us into our final break uh, as we wrap up this edition of This Week in Carding. And we'll have just a little, our final segment after this break. Need race fuel or oil? Hyperfuels is an authorized distributor for several of the brands that are spec fluids in American karting, including Elf and Aspen Sport. They also stock and ship methanol. Hyperfuels has a web store that can take your orders 24-7, and they ship UPS. That's right, Hyperfuels can ship fuel and oil right to your door. Whether you need Elf Racing Fuels or Elf ATX 909 Oil, or Aspen Sport 98 Octane Fuel for Scusa Competition, they have it in stock. When you need it now, go to hyperfuels.com. 
Kemetic Gasket is a leading worldwide supplier of gaskets and engine sealing solutions for karting, automotive performance, power sports, original equipment, and the remanufactured engine industries. Kemetic karting gaskets are available as OE replacement top-end kits or as individual gaskets and seals. Just like competitive carters, Kemetic can operate on the fly and has the unique capability to customize any gasket to meet specific engine requirements and clearances. All of Kemetic's fiber materials are asbestos-free and do not require any additional sealants. Viton oil ring cylinder head seals are used in each two-cycle kit, and Kemetic's four-cycle engine kits feature only the most advanced multi-layer steel head gaskets. Kemetic can tailor to engine builder-specific needs through bulk ordering and packaging flexibility. Kemetic gaskets are must-haves for championship-winning teams across multiple disciplines of both professional and amateur motorsports. Kemetic gasket, sealing championships since 1989. History, success, family. Those are the three words that can describe Comet Kart Sales, one of the longest tenured karting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation located just outside of Indianapolis has provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers in the near six decades of business. Their online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. From full karting packages, new engines, spare or replacement parts, and safety gear, find it all at CometCartSales.com. Their Comet Racing Engine service has won multiple major events and championships over decades of karting and continues to offer the best trackside service in the industry, specializing in IAMI X30, IAMI Swift, and other two-cycle power plants. Make sure to head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. And we are back for the final edition or final section of This Week in Karting, episode number 52. It is October 31st, 2022. I'm David Cole, joined by Nate Dean as we wrap up this show. We'll talk a little bit about what we've published here on the ECAN editorial side of things. We have our driver of the month for September of 2022. It was Hayden Jones. After his performance at the United States Pro Kart Series, Nate, he was able to beat uh, essentially Goliath in being Ryan Norberg, his teammate at Rawlison Performance Group, to be able to claim two victories in X30 Pro. Yeah, and somehow made it look easy on both <laughs> days in a field that is one of the most competitive we've seen throughout all series in 2023, Hayden just looked in control throughout the entirety of that weekend going fastest on Friday and just not looking back from that point. He did shuffle around with his RPG teammates, but he just seemed like he was one step ahead of Norberg of Cicero and all the others in the class. Yeah. I will say though, when Norberg drove angry, like he did at the end of Sunday, it was, it was pretty quick. So yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe sometimes the angry Norberg can drive just a little bit quicker, but, but yeah, Hayden was, was consistent all weekend long. Like you said, he, he did it with a comfort, with an ease. And uh, again, you, that, that's a great performance by him. 
We also had the uh, EK, the latest edition of ECAN Driver Rankings presented by Skip Barber Racing School. Uh, well, let's start talking about the shifter side of things. Nothing changed really up at the top as we didn't have any major events in terms of shifter cart racing between um, the uh, the end of, or the beginning of September towards the end of August or October uh, with AJ Myers, Marion Kremers and Jake French still holding on to the top three positions. Yeah, I mean, not a lot to talk about with that. AJ Myers just holding on to that P1 slot with his dear life right now, and he's been on there well, for a while. Well, I think it's just going to boil down to these last two events. You know, you yeah. have the Rock Vegas event in in coming up here this week, and you know it'll be it'll be full field there, and it featuring Myers and Kremers and French and a lot more others that uh, that could possibly move into the top three positions. And also, obviously, the Super Nationals, where a lot can happen. Kremer's trying to go for his first win. AJ Myers has yet to win there at the Super Nationals as well, too. And Jake French. So all three former Scusa Pro Tour champions, but all three have yet to claim a victory on Super Sunday. So should be interesting as we uh, reach the end of November in this one. Not so much in the ECAN tag driver rankings presented by Skip Barber Racing School as Ryan Norberg has essentially mathematically locked up the top position for the 2022 season as he is now leading over Hayden Jones and Jeremy Fletcher moving into the third position. The senior rookie um, putting on some good results at the end of the year to be able to move into the third spot, knocking down Canadian Thomas Naveau. Uh, so it sets, sets for an interesting, I think, the battle for second through, I think, 12th. Really not a lot of points separating the, the those drivers And as you look at the standings. And Super Nats and Rock Vegas are certainly going to be, uh, Nate, they're going to be very critical on where drivers finish to close out the year. Yeah, and this tag uh, X30 class has just, throughout all series, throughout the entire 2023 season, has just been so close on pace, especially between these three, not even talking about those outside of the top three, Norberg, Jones, Fletcher, they're all contenders wherever you go to, and they always find each other on track so the remaining of 2023 should be interesting really looking forward to what these guys will do at super nats and who will come out on top yeah norberg coming in as the uh the defending winner at the rock or sorry defending winner at the super nationals i was looking at the the rock vegas who won last year that was nate cicero he's right there in the top 10 as well so he's going to try and, and pull off a repeat win of last year so we'll see we'll see kind of what happens there's Obviously, lots, you know, when I say lots, I mean, there, yeah, there's only two events, but lot, anything can happen uh, in terms of the driver ranking. So that'll be fun to see as uh, we close out the 2022 season. Our podcast review, again, EKN Radio Network and all our podcasts are available through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and all other podcast outlets wherever you get yours uh, make sure you subscribe and give us a review we have our this week in carding episode 51 from october 20th that's the latest episode that you can download if you haven't already but also face to face with andy Saysman of the challenge in the americas we just talked about the, his drivers going from uh, that program to the rock cup super final with tickets and three of them uh, performing top 10 results. So great performance. And uh, with the Andy Saisman face-to-face, we talked a little bit more about him 
and their addition of the OKN program along with uh, a rock junior shifter category. So those are two interesting categories, classes that will be part of their 2023 season. Nate, if you had a choice, which which are you kind of going to keep an eye on, the OKN program or the rock shifter junior program? I think OKN with how new that is and with all the hype that's around that, I'm looking forward to see that kind of flourish. Yeah, and that again, that'll be Vortex only for 2023 at the Challenge in America. So again, we'll see kind of how that unfolds. And then again, Rock Shifter Junior program. ECAN Radio Network, again, 24-hour, seven days a week channel, the only karting radio station in the world. Make sure you download our app. Uh, you can listen to it on your phone. You can listen to it on the webpage. It's ecartingnews.com slash radio. So uh, right now we're playing uh, past live Super Nationals. Today is actually Super Nationals 24. So the last year's edition of the Super Nationals event in Las Vegas playing right now. So Tuesday we'll have this show playing on the Ekin Radio Network. And then we'll go into more uh, live past live Super Nationals as we count down towards uh, what will be Super Nationals 25. And essentially, that's what's coming up on EKN because we're heading into the month of November. That means Super Nationals time. Uh, we have a lot of stuff to, to discuss and go over. We are going to do our Outlap Preview podcast. Those are going to be live. We're going to do the same thing we did last year. We're going to have two episodes. So make sure you tune in live November 4th for part one and then live again November 11th. So we'll have two separate shows, including five categories on part one and then five categories on part two. And Nate, um, I'm sure you kind of reviewed and kind of saw what we did last year. Are you are you kind of excited about uh, uh, being part of the show and making predictions for Super Nationals 25? I'm looking forward to being involved. I'm not looking forward to come Sunday to realize how terribly wrong I was <laughs> in all of my predictions. <laughs> well, I mean, again, anything can happen, but for the most part, I mean, we're, you know, we've been, everybody's been pretty close unless you're going to make some wild, bold predictions. I mean, is that, is that something you're looking at doing? I mean, I think, look, I'm the new guy. I'm not too knowledgeable. If I don't <laughs> get them right and I go with the wild predictions, then okay, I can fall back on that. If I do get them right, I'm a genius. I love it. So yeah, again, trackside will be November through the 16th through the 20th, Supercarts USA, Super Nationals 25. We'll be there all week long. Make sure, again, you follow us on social media. Uh, again, tune in or make sure you uh, subscribe to our podcast. You follow the EKN Radio Network. And again, everywhere on social media, you can find ecartingnews.com. So again, very excited about getting to Super Nationals 25. So Nate, anything to close out the show with? Like you said, looking forward to getting to Super Nationals 25 and all the fun content we have planned for that and going up until that point. That's it. Yep. So heading to uh, Super Nationals 25. We've got lots ahead in terms of previews. We're going to have our full preview series when we'll, we'll break down each category. And again, our Outlap preview podcast live on Facebook and YouTube. So again, for Nate Dean, I am David Cole. Thank you for tuning into This Week in Carding. And we'll, we'll see you soon and we'll talk to you next time.